0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion.
2: But it's Bud's job then to evaluate how he's playing and adjust his minutes accordingly. So if he's playing poorly, as we all agree he was, well, again, I I mean, Bud's going to play him less. That doesn't mean that he never wanted him to begin with or he didn't think he needed him to begin with. It just means that he kind of adapted to what he saw on the court. And I think that's fair just in that standpoint. So, okay. So
1: let me counter that. We're spending way more time on this than I thought we would.
2: But let me counter that.
1: I believe that in order to be successful in most situations— Always exceptions in the to the rule, right? Your GM and your head coach have to be on the same page. You have to be communicating with each other and going in the same direction. For instance, Ted Thompson, when he was general manager of the Green Bay Packers, just drafted dudes and then told his coaching staff, "They're football players, figure it out." But he doesn't fit into our defense. You'll you'll figure it out. It'll be fine. I draft football players. You you figure out how they fit into your, your schemes. Well, that's crap. Like You're not giving them any chance of, uh, of being successful. You're not drafting guys that make sense with what they're trying to put together on the roster. David Stearns and Craig Council. My understanding is it's a beautiful relationship. Was there a lot of trying to get to know each other after games and getting down with each other? Yep. And having to figure each other out. Because if you remember, Mark Atanasio said, you are going to have Craig Council, David Stearns. Uh, let's give it a year and then see if you are good with correct counsel being your manager. He kind of made him take counsel. And then they hit it off. They started to understand each other and communicate and so forth. And that's a beautiful relationship. Now everybody's worried that Stearns is going to go to the Mets and counsel is going to go with them. Who knows? But that ended up being a great relationship. And they both understood what each other wanted out of this deal and how this team was expected to play. That's why, to me, listening to both of these dudes, I feel like maybe that horse thing wasn't necessarily on the same page because if I'm bud and I'm not going to play back in the playoffs and I know we gave up a million second round picks. My general manager gave that up and now I'm not going to play him. If I'm bud, I'm going to John shutting the door and going, John, look, man, I don't know what you're seeing, but I'm telling you what I'm seeing. He's old. He looks old. He looks slow. He have not played all year. So obviously he's got to get in shape. I don't got time for him to get in shape in the playoffs. Like, this series is tough enough. He's not helping me enough. Like I can't play him. He's not ready to play. And then at that point, it's got to be, all right, bud. You okay? I'm with you. Then you got to have that conversation with Jay. You're like Jay. I don't know how much I'm going to play you, man. To be honest, be straight. Like you're you're slowing us down on offense. Defensively, you're not seeming as quick as you were. What? You have that conversation. I don't think that's crazy. Maybe it is crazy. Maybe that doesn't happen in the playoffs. You don't have time to babysit guys and tell guys what you're thinking. But to me, those two conversations happen, and maybe Crowder gets it. Maybe. And maybe if Crowder's like, oh, to hell with you. That's not true. You're lying. Okay, cool. Throw on, the, throw, throw, on the, throw on the last game. Let's watch. And then you watch it with Jay and show him. That's not you. Let's watch two years ago, Jay Crowder. Look at how much quicker you see the difference here. this That's who I thought I was getting. This is not who I got. So we want you. Yes, but you aren't playing like that. And I need more athleticism than what I'm getting from you, Jay. So, you know, you mean be mad, but I'm showing you what I'm seeing and you're seeing it too. That's it. You got to have that conversation. If you don't have that conversation, then you get Jay Crowder who thinks he's found the fountain of youth and got screwed over by not playing in the playoffs last year. And then publicly, it becomes a whole negative thing on the Bucs. And now a bucket comes out, however many months later, and it's more negativity on the Bucks organization. It's just not a good look. And you know, you could say, well, Bud's gone, so none of this matters. Fine, but we're doing a Bucks podcast. So I thought it was worthy of a conversation, Nathan.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, again, it's like I come back to, as I said before, you know, is it... <laughs> is it fair to expect bud to give a definite or a very leaning yes or no to jay crowder because again i i think there's a very good chance that he was like okay i want this guy to work out i i really i'm still gonna give him some chances but it's not looking good and do you want to just do you want to tell him as you kind of said no hey you're not looking good we don't we're not gonna probably play you that much because that can just ruin the dude's confidence and all of a sudden you've got a huge issue going into the playoffs do you want to just, again, kind of play it safe, be more hands-off, which I think that was more Bud's approach, was just be hands-off and hope he's just willing to wait for his turn. And if his turn comes, he's ready. But also, you know, hope he's okay with not playing that much if, you know, if he's not playing well. I think that's how Bud approached it. You know, do you guys have a right to be a little bit frustrated with that? Yes. But again, I just, it it's hard to put Bud in a position where you're telling him, hey, you have to tell these guys, how you're feeling on them. Cause there's going to be guys that you just don't know where you're like, you know, again, like a Pat Connaughton. Can you commit to being like, yeah, Pat, for sure. We're going to play you 25, 20 minutes. No, because what if his shots, what if he goes ice cold? Well, then you pull him off the floor. Oh, but Mars, Jan, you said
1: he was going to be playoff Pat before the playoffs, even though he wasn't very good in the regular yes. season. Well, cause on he turned podcast up cast every week going sparky playoff, Pat, baby. He's going to light it up. Well, you just wait spark. And you were a thousand percent. Correct.
2: I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, if he hadn't shot well, well, then I would have been like, okay, you know, he's he's he can't play. And is it fair, you know, if you had promised Pat, hey, we're playing you 20, 25 minutes. Well, then Pat's going to be all mad at that because he's all of a sudden he's not playing. But that's not Bud's fault that he didn't shoot the ball well. Like for you know, again, can you promise Jay Carter he's going to play when you don't know how he's going to play? No. Can you promise that he's not going to play when you know he still has things he brings to the table that like you ideally. Best case scenario want. Yeah. Like you don't we don't want to promise that he's not going to play because there is a chance you're still going to play him. You want him to still be ready.
1: I got an example. How did they talk to Bobby Portis when he missed that whole Nets series? What was that convert That's I'd like to know. I, I want somebody to ask Bobby. Like, did they sit you down during that series and go, Bobby, we don't like the matchups. We're not going to give you a lot of run but be ready, be a good teammate, help us. And then once we get through this series, it's you. Did they have the conversation or did they leave Bobby Portis blowing out in the wind every night getting pissed off that he wasn't playing? Like, how did that play? Because in my mind, however you handled that, you could have done the same with Jay Crowder if you handled it the right way that time.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely agree. And it it would be very interesting to find that out because he was another guy that it's like, I don't, you know, you can't commit. Because it's going to depend on the matchups. It's going to depend on how he's playing. It's going to depend on how his defense looks. There's a lot of factors that go into deciding whether he's going to play. So you can't tell him, yeah, you're going to play or no, you're not going to play because you don't really know ahead of time. You all like, it's just, uh, there's so much that happens, especially in the playoffs on the fly. And I think I just, it's hard for me to, to put a coach in that position of like, you have to let everyone know every decision you're making on the fly. Because I don't, I think that that's, a little bit too much to put on the coach, honestly. And maybe I'm completely wrong on that. Maybe I should expect the coach to to do that. But it's like, and, and this is more about Jay Crowder, because I, again, I don't think Serge was expecting right. to ever play in the playoffs or anything like that back in 2022. But with the Crowder thing, it's like I, I can't blame Bud for not letting Jay know everything that was going on because it's like it, it's on the fly. It's a it's just a game to game thing of like all right, Jay Crowder, get in there. Let's see how you look for a little bit. And if he's playing well, keep him in. If he's not, okay, you're out. And it's just, you you have to be, as a player, especially a role player like that, and I think Bud would think, I think this is Bud's thought press as well. You just have to be ready for your moment. But again, it's not guaranteed to you. And you shouldn't be expecting that you're just going to play all the time because there's plenty of guys on the roster that are good. You know, and so it's like... I. I, I can't blame Bud too much for it. And I hate sounding like I'm defending Bud super hard, but I just, I don't know. I'm, no from my perspective, yeah, from my perspective, it just, it seems like a lot to put on the coach in the playoffs to be telling every, you know, again, as you said, kind of babysitting these guys of like, oh, well, Jay, sorry, you're not going to play much in game three. Sorry, you didn't play that much, but hopefully it's like, no, dude, be ready if you're going to play. You're, you're a professional basketball player, you know, be on the bench, be ready. And maybe your <laughs> name's going to get called. It might not. If it
0: doesn't, don't complain. I don't know. <laughs>